A Canadian man has legally listed his gender as a female to get cheaper car insurance. <laughs> Brilliant! <laughs> a Canadian man legally changed his gender to female so he could take advantage of better car insurance rates offered to women and save nearly a thousand Canadian dollars per year. <laughs> that's that's a lot. Hey, that's that's nothing to. Sh what, what do they say? Shake a stick at? Snub your nose at? That's nothing to. That's nothing to poo poo right there. A thousand dollars. That's that's a lot of money on your car insurance per year. I would do it as well. <laughs> I would wear a dress to the DMV, whatever it takes. A man identified only as David, who lives in Alberta, told the news that he was given a quote of over four thousand Canadian dollars for the insurance of his Chevy. The insurers told him his yearly bill would be around a thousand dollars less if he was a woman. <laughs> so apparently, men normally pay higher rates, as the insurers deem male drivers under the age of 25, have a very high risk of getting into accidents than compared to women of the same age. I was, um, I'm surprised to read that, to be honest with you. I'm sorry, ladies. I'm sorry, ladies. Just in my experience, in general, the women in my life, they're, they're not as road savvy as the men in my life. That's just my, it's just my observation, okay? That's my observation. Therefore, my opinion comes from, where else can my opinion come from? Okay, it's the data that I have. Now, you may tell me otherwise with your data. Maybe the Canadian women drive like bosses. I don't know. But, you know, the, women, the American women I know do not give a damn about what's going on on the road. They're, they get their face in their phone. They're Snapchatting. I mean, <laughs> I'm sorry, ladies. Here's a quote in there. The guy says, I was pretty angry about uh, finding out that women pay less. And uh, I didn't feel like getting screwed over anymore, he said. He added that he asked the insurers to change his gender on the insurance po policy, and, and they re refused the request. Um, in order to beat the system, David had to actually legally change his gender on a birth certificate. So to do so, he had to acquire a note from the doctor acknowledging his identification as a woman before he could proceed with the change. What do, you, what do you identify with, sir? I identify with someone who's a good driver and should pay less. I'm sorry. I identify myself with a woman, <laughs> as a woman, so... Okay, let's write it down. After submitting all the documents, a week later, David was legally a female and subjected to lower premium rates for the insurance. I was quite shocked, but I was also relieved, he said. I felt like I beat the system. I felt like I won. Yes, you, yes, you did. You beat the system. He said, I'm a man 100%. Legally, I'm a woman, though. <laughs> and I'll be saving about 100 Canadian dollars per month. And I did it for cheaper car insurance. This guy's great. I would totally do this as well. Screw it. You've got to beat the system. Listen, the system is rigged to screw us all. And when I say screw us all, it means take as much money as it can from us in a short amount of time. So do whatever you got to do. If you, if you have a student loan and all of a sudden they're like, hey, if you're a woman, we'll cut your student loans in half, right? I, and, I, like, and all the men decide to legally change themselves, their gender to women. Well, oh, I'm all for it. The system's rigged, you know? And it's rigged against women as well. All the time women are getting screwed. The system screws women all the time. If you've got to legally change your gender to a man to get a benefit, you know, absolutely do it. I totally support this 100%. <laughs> this man's, the man's tricks in Canada, though, didn't earn him universal praise. Drew criticism from some elected lawmakers. Well, listen, you guys made the friggin' law, so there you go. One lawmaker, Stephanie McLean, a member of the Legislative Assembly of uh, for Calgary said in a tweet that the man committed perjury and that he should face time in prison. Why? Why? Because he identified as a, as a woman. He says he identifies as a woman. So what? Prove, that, prove him that he's wrong, that he doesn't identify as a woman. You can't prove that. <laughs> 
Alberta man admits to perjury was one of the headlines. Changes his gender on government IDs for cheaper car insurance. Insurance. He thinks he's so clever. Well, perjury is an offense liable to imprisonment up to 14 years. It's not a loophole. It's a crime, she said. The transgender community also criticized David for his stunt, saying it downgrades the whole process of changing one's gender. Does it really? Does it? Maybe. On some level, it does that. But hey, at the end of the day, it, this is a game of language. And, you know, uh, if he wants to change the language to benefit himself, you know, people are doing this all over the place. They really are. Although the trend- transgender community is a little upset about it, um, David says, I didn't, do it to, I didn't do it to point out how easy it is to change genders. I didn't do it to criticize or ridicule transgender or LGBT rights. Obviously, he didn't do it with that in mind. Um, but, <laughs> you know, and there's going to be groups that are upset with this because, and, you know, and they have a right to be upset with this. Obviously, it kind of undermines what they're trying to do here. Um, but again, it also points out something that's kind of a gray area here, you know? I mean, if, you, if, if you're really concentrating on language, then anyone can say anything. You know what I'm saying? I mean, anyone can say, I'll identify as a pretzel. Okay. You know, you could say identify as anything, and who can prove you wrong? Who can prove you wrong? Unless we're going to all, you know, dig our heels in and say, hey, you have to choose the gender that you actually have the, <laughs> the sexual organs of. You know, until we do that, it's not going to happen, which isn't going to happen. We're going to do, we're now in the domain of language. And you can say that you identify with anything or anyone or any gender, you know? And now I'm learning about more genders all the time. It's confusing, to be honest with you. <laughs> I wish we could, like, cut down on the number of genders that are out there. I think there's, like, someone told me there's over 60 genders that are now recognized. 60? How the hell is that even possible? I don't even know. <laughs> I'm going to go identify as my magic user when I play Dungeons and Dragons and see if that gives me lower uh, health insurance. <laughs> oh, man. Maybe I'll just become a witch doctor and heal myself. God damn it. Hey, before I get into the next article, I forgot to say, hey, I want to hear from you weirdos on that story about the guy changing his gender. Do you think that that's okay to do that? Do you think what he did was terrible? I want you, I want you to like call in and weigh on this. This is a very good sort of issue to sort of argue about. And let's get the discussion going on this. And I know you guys have weird ideas. So maybe you guys have a solution for what's going on in this area. Because I don't. (laughs) Certainly. My number is 646-450-2012. You can also email me funnyjones at gmail.com. DM me at funnyjones on Instagram and Twitter or on Facebook. Comedian Jonesy. One word. Riders are saying that Uber drivers are using vomit to scam them. This is from the Huff Post. Some Uber drivers in Florida are accusing their drivers of engaging in some truly stomach-churning fraud. According to a news source, several customers claim unscrupulous drivers have falsely accused them of puking inside the Uber vehicles, making the riders responsible for fake cleanup charges. Miami resident William Kennedy told the publication he was victimized twice in one night, as a matter of fact. Kennedy says it was a total fraud by two different drivers. They have everything planned for this fraud. The scam has been dubbed as vomit fraud. It's been around for a few years. Reports of it have surfaced in different parts of the country, including New York and California. The shysters will reportedly... Here's what's going on. Um, And I've actually heard stories of uh, a friend of mine claims this happened to him as well. Uh, So the Uber driver will pick a customer up 
customer up, deliver them to their intended destination, and then report to Uber that the individual vomited in their vehicle. The drivers allegedly provide the company with fake pictures of the mess, whereupon the company hits the passenger with a large cleanup bill. One Uber driver who asked the media to remain anonymous says she's aware of the scam and knows drivers in South Florida who have done it. They've been doing it for a long time, she said. Many people don't review their emails or credit card statements, so the drivers wind up pocketing the $80 or $150 cleanup fee. So what's happening is Uber will reimburse the driver the cleanup fees because the driver claims, oh, they puked in my car. I got to go buy cleanup. I got to go pay for this to get cleaned up professionally or clean it up myself and I need to buy products. And then Uber reimburses them. But if there is no puke to clean up, the driver just pockets that money. Now, what the drivers usually do, though, and this article doesn't mention it, is they do it when someone is clearly blackout drunk, like when someone's really wasted. And this is what happened to a friend of mine who claims... Um, you know, my buddy was really drunk, but says, I, you know, I know I was, I was really fucked up, but I, I don't remember puking. I would have remembered that. And, but apparently I did. And he was kind of like confused about it, but then just agreed to pay the, the thing. But then afterward, he just really felt bad about it. And he said, I think they scammed me, you know, and they obviously did it. This is a thing that's happening. I didn't know it happens. Wow. So listen, guys, if you're, um, you know, going to be riding in an Uber wasted, uh, get your phone out and shoot video of the entire ride or something. I don't know. Just kind of like be aware that you might need evidence to prove that you didn't <laughs> you didn't puke in the, in the back of an Uber. You, you got to protect yourself. In other words, the Miami police told the Miami Herald that this fraud is, quote, difficult to consider as a crime. Yeah. Yeah. I know. It's a it's a shady area. These ah, these bastards, these Uber drivers. Oh, they get me. <laughs> Here I am giving him five stars without thinking. No, no, no. So listen, protect yourself. Collect evidence when you're in a, I don't know, record, record audio, take photos, video, get the driver's information. Although you already have that when you're in the Uber, but you know, and even threaten the driver. You say, hey man, I know about your puke policy. I know your puke policies, man. And I know your puke scams. And don't you even try to, (coughs) sorry, sorry. No. Hey. I got it out the window. You see that Uber driver? Uber driver, I puked out the window. I didn't get a single drop on your seat. So listen, I know you're into that vomit scam. Don't you try and fraud me with the vomit. I clearly got it out the window, okay? And I saved your back seat. All right, so I don't want, don't you even hit me up with a charge because I got video of me puking out a window, brother. I cleared this car. This is a weird one. The case of San Antonio's stolen shark. And I want to thank my buddy Uriah who emailed me this, who lives in San Antonio and claims it's just as weird as Florida. And if you're to believe this article and you might think that, oh yeah, this has, this place is messed up as Florida. Uh, so what began with a quick grab and go theft on Saturday at the San Antonio Aquarium, the suspects leaving a trail of water drops as they hurried away with a small but very much alive shark. The whole search ended Monday with the safe return of the shark to her tank. Her name is Miss Helen, by the way. They named the shark. It was a 16-inch female horn shark that was just taken during a, an aquarium heist. Isn't that amazing? I mean, imagine getting with your your friends and you're like, all right, guys, we got I got an idea for a major heist. All right, gather around. And they're like, oh, shit, what is it going to be? A 7-Eleven? A, a, a bank in downtown San Antonio? Nah, bro. Nah. What about diamonds? We're going to steal some diamonds? Or bricks of cocaine? Like, we're going to steal from Pablo Escobar's <laughs> people? No, 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 no. We're going to steal a shark. A 16-inch shark named Helen. <laughs> That's just crazy. What's a sh- Can you sell a shark for thousands of dollars? Is that a thing? I don't even know. 
Anyways, the 16-inch female shark was taken during a heist that aquarium officials said was no spur-of-the-moment shark theft. The suspects actually staked out the pool in the aquarium for more than an hour to to wait for the right moment. The search for the young female shark, known as Miss Helen, led police to the home of a man who maintains an extensive collection of marine life, according to the police. Wow, this guy's into marine life. They said when they got into the garage and into the house, it looked like almost a mock-up of the, of the aquarium that they stole the shark from. This guy knew very much what he was doing and kept that animal alive as a professional would. Surveillance video, which the aquarium posted on its Facebook page, caught the heist as it happened. This is what happened, which is kind of brilliant. Two men and a woman with an, with an infant wander through the aquarium with a baby stroller. They sort of hang around the shark tank where the visitors can feed fish and reach in the water and pet various sea life. So it wasn't just a shark tank. It had little, 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 so it was a baby shark in there, basically. Small sharks, but like other uh, wildlife that you can kind of handle and feed. One One of the men quickly bends over, pulls something from the tank using a net that he brought with him. The man then disappears out of the camera range with his male, with his male companion following, following him as the woman walks around with the baby. After grabbing the shark, they enter one of the filter rooms where they pour a bucket of bleach solution that the employees use for disinfection. They poured it into the cold water exhibit filtration system, causing harm to the wildlife and creating a diversion. So they created a diversion. (laughs) The aquarium staff had to go, oh my God, we got to get this bleach out of the water. And that's when the men put the shark in the bucket and stashed it on the stroller and made their getaway. (laughs) Wow, this is incredible. When the police chief Salvaggio first got the call of the stolen shark, he thought it was a hoax, being that it was Shark Week last week. Well, I had no idea. <laughs> but the police successfully rescued the shark and returned her to the aquarium. The staff applauded and cheered as Miss Helen made her homecoming debut. Not debut, but her homecoming. <laughs> police don't believe that the shark was taken to sell on the black market, but to add to the suspect's collection of wildlife. It was something he wanted. He had to have one of these. Perhaps he had one in the past. <laughs> he knew how to handle a shark. <laughs> He's been charged with theft and charges of two other individuals are pending. Miss Helen is now being held in quarantine as staff tests the water she was held in and acclimates her back into the aquarium environment. They're so happy they got her back. <laughs> I can't believe what she's been through. She's a little fighter. She's a survivor, said, <laughs> said Jamie Shank of the San Antonio Aquarium. <laughs> oh, yes, she's a little fighter indeed. Fantastic. What a heist, though. I mean, that's just some... That's some crazy shit right there. That's... I mean, you couldn't convince me to steal a shark, and I'm into weird things, man, but I just couldn't do it. I mean, I've stolen... I've shoplifted, but, I mean, there's an extent to it. There's an extent to it. One of the things I I do all the time, and I'm I'm not... I'm not exactly proud of it, but, you know, when I go to... When I go to a Trader Joe's, when I walk in, I'll... I'll grab a little something and I'll, I'll snack on it as I walk around and shop. I feel like that one's for me. That one's for me. It, it's an apple sometimes. Sometimes it's a... It's an orange... Sometimes it's a, a nature bar, and I'll crack it open, and I'll just eat it as I shop. You know, don't judge me, guys. Don't judge me, all right? Jonesy feels like, Jonesy, you know, hey, this one's for me, Trader Joe's. I could have chose any grocery chain, and I stole, I, I chose yours, and here I am. I'm going to spend 50 bucks here. I'm having a, I'm having a, 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 a delicious chocolate chip nature bar on you. <laughs> but stealing sharks? Come on. I'm not cut out for it. I'm afraid. Afraid of getting bit? Hey, what's up, y'all? This is Jonesy, the host of Weird AF News. I want to thank everybody that called and sent emails and yada yada 
Uh, Cyber Shots, my man in Florida, <laughs> with the, with the gator situation. Yeah, that's a lizard because it's three feet long. <laughs> Under eight, under under eight feet is a is a lizard apparently in Florida. Yeah, I guess that was a small gator compared to what you guys are really used to. You guys are crazy though. It's still crazy. It's crazy. But I'm gonna guess that anyone who would take a gator around like that is one of those swamp people that you were referring to. So I'm not gonna. I'm gonna give you some some props there and be like, hey, you know what? You made a comment about the uh, the swamp people being the problem. I think this is evidence of that. You might be right. So further investigation is needed, but I think it's swamp people activity going on down in Florida. Hey, you know what, man? I'm not going down there to investigate, so you, you'll have to give me some reports from the front lines because hell with that place. I ain't going down there. My insurance ain't good enough. I <laughs> also want to give a shout out to Uriah for sending me an article. A couple other y'all sent me some DMs, and I, you know, I love it all. Thanks for the love. I appreciate that. Don't forget to uh, check out Jonesy's Patreon for Weird AF News. It's patreon.com slash weirdafnews. On there, you can cho- uh, choose a couple of ways to support Weird AF News. One of which is uh, buying Jonesy a cup of coffee a month, which is dope because uh, Jonesy needs energy to do this, uh, <laughs> as you can see. It's not easy, man, and I get riled up. So uh, let, feed the machine, baby. Feed it. <laughs> also, uh, feel free to call 646-450-2012. Email me, funnyjones at gmail.com. You can DM me at funnyjones on Twitter and Instagram on, uh, and on Facebook. It's Comedian Jonesy. Uh, also, don't forget that we have a YouTube channel if you want to watch some videos on there. Um, yeah, and I'll put the link in the podcast description uh, for the YouTube channel. So please, I'd like to build up a subscriber base on there as well. So if you could go on there and subscribe, that would be so cool. You guys are cool, man. You're so cool. All right, now, I have to get on the road because I'm going to uh, Palm Springs to shoot, finish shooting a, a film um, that's that's pretty grimy. And I'm going to be posting Instagram stories of this, of this uh, film that I'm shooting. And I'm going to be covered in blood today, holding a gun. So you may want to look at that. It's pretty cool. And I might have my shirt off. Oh, ladies. Oh, oh, Jonesy in the desert with a shirt off. Oh, I do declare. Yo, Jonesy, what's going on, man? This is your favorite Floridian. Okay, check it out. When you go into a store with a baby alligator, you take the alligator into the store so nobody breaks in your house with a mask on and steals your Wi-Fi and your bicycle to ride to the gym to teabag somebody. Come on, Jonesy, that's common knowledge. Really? Really, Jonesy? <laughs> Yo, what's up, man? It's your favorite Floridian. But um, seriously, though, if I see an alligator and it's like three feet, that's considered a lizard, you know. And some dude came in the store with an alligator and he's carrying it. It's like, eh, whatever. You know, I see that. I see a bigger one outside. Yeah. But that guy's off his rocker because the mother was somewhere around. All right, Jonesy, keep doing your thing. Peace.